Welcome to Entrepreneur Conundrum with Virginia Purnell, where growing entrepreneurs share how they get visible online. Hi, everyone. Today I'm talking with Tammy Bragg about how she helps female business owners get visible online to make their financial goals. Tammy is a business and marketing strategy coach and specializes in helping businesses become visible six-figure owners. Before she became a business coach, Tammy spent over 20 years in corporate accounting and financial management and ran her own outsourced accounting firm for three years. She tried several other businesses, including a property management company with 21 rental units and had a travel franchise. It seemed that she tried and failed and find her passion based on business until she became a money coach as part of her accounting business. Coaching help and helping people was the answer she was looking for. As she explored this, she found that she really loved all the marketing aspects and creating websites for her previous businesses. So she learned about internet marketing and building websites and sales funnels. She became a course and program junkie and really believes coaching can help you get over every obstacle in life and business. Tammy has a podcast called Profitable Passions, and she uses her podcast as an inspiration for women to start, grow, and scale profitable passion-based businesses. Tammy's also launching her signature program, The Scalable Coaching Method, soon. This program will help female business coaches launch and scale their premium program in 90 days using a structured framework without the self-doubt, launch roller coaster, and sales calls. Welcome, Tammy. Hi, how are you today? <laughs> I'm good. How are you doing? I'm good. <laughs> Thanks for having me on the podcast. You're welcome. Thanks for joining us today. Yeah. I know I explained a little bit about your background and stuff in the introduction, but is there anything that you could kind of tell us about, like maybe what inspired you to become an entrepreneur and go out on your own? Well, I guess um, I've always wanted to be a business owner ever since I can remember. <laughs> um, you know, I was like maybe seven or eight and I thought, oh, I'm going to I'm going to have a restaurant someday and even wrote a little story about it. <laughs> um, and I was like, you know, I pictured the whole restaurant, what it's going to look like. So I started when I was real young. Um, and so when I was in high school, I took a, a course on entrepreneurship and that kind of started it for me. It was entrepreneurship um, for one half the semester and marketing for the other. Um, and then that kind of just led me to um, to getting a marketing degree in college, um, but I couldn't find a job in it. So I ended up in, um, going back um, and then I got my MBA and I got it in um, mostly in accounting. And so that's what I landed a job in and spent 20 years in accounting because I kind of just fell into that because I could find a job in it but my heart was in marketing and I didn't really realize that until recently. I, my, my journey to find out what I wanted to do is kind of a weird road because <laughs> you know, I, I got burned out in accounting probably about 10 years ago, but still stayed in it. And I um, ended up buying a rental property and starting that thinking that, oh, this is going to be a great passive income so that I could leave my corporate job and then start a business that I really wanted to do. But it, that took a lot of money and time and frustration in the rental property business. So then I tried something else. I always like to travel. So I tried a travel franchise and that was, that was okay, but you couldn't make a whole lot of money in it because the commissions didn't come in for 
a while. You just couldn't, you, it, it just wasn't sustainable for me to actually leave my corporate job. I decided to leave corporate and just go out and do what I already was doing and using my skills to start outsourced accounting practice. And I did bookkeeping, CFO work, all that. And it was really, I mean, it was good, but I got burnt out again. And, you know, I shouldn't have went into something that my heart wasn't into. So I started searching again and I added the money coaching because I really liked helping people. And when I, when I got the money coaching piece to the practice and all of a sudden, everything started clicking and that's how it kind of led me into the realization that I loved coaching, that I was enjoying the marketing for my business, my businesses. <laughs> and that's how I kind of got, you know, into this whole realm of, Hmm, I think I need to get away from what I don't want to do and get into what I do want to do. So I closed up my practice, went into uh, business coaching full time and that kind of led me into the also marketing of learned funnels and all kinds of different things because I've become this course junkie that, <laughs> that I've learned all these different things and I've become certified in all these different marketing aspects and funnel building and you name it, I've done it. <laughs> so that's kind of my long winded journey. <laughs> and, you know, starting the podcast was a good, good uh, thing for me as well because I, I have a little bit of hard time, um, with public speaking and because of that I thought you know I need to get over that piece so I started a podcast and at the same time I realized that there's a lot of women that were like me that want to get out of their corporate jobs or they wanted to start their own businesses and the podcast was a way for me to to help them as well as help myself so that's that's been an awesome experience. Awesome. Thank you. So <laughs> would you say that's the part that you like most about the work that you do? Or is there anything else? Um, I, I really enjoy talking to, to other women, um, finding out about their stories, helping them craft a story that they can put out online and feel comfortable about. I, I want to help them hone in on who they want to serve, because if they could find out who they want to serve and who they are, they can create a really good story online, but feel comfortable about it. And, and a lot of women don't feel comfortable about who they are or their skills. And so helping them hone in on those different things that, that they're passionate about, that light them up, when you help them figure that out, all of a sudden, everything about their business and the way that they handle themselves, the way they put themselves on a line, it is authentic. And they're going to attract customers. They're going to attract their tribe. People that love them will, you know, be raving fans. That's what really helps me feel like I've fulfilled a purpose. So I enjoy that. And I love seeing uh, these women have their aha moments and, become who they're supposed to be. So yeah, I think that's the part that I really like. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So what would an ideal client be for you? An ideal client? Well, I do serve females, uh, females in the coaching industry and the consulting industry. But I think 
women who are coachable, who are they're trying to find um, themselves or find um, who they want to work with that are inquisitive and just have a, you know, they, they hope to have a vision uh, of where they want to go and have a purpose. And I really enjoy working with soul-based coaches, passion-based coaches, heart-based. I know those are all like kind of weird terms to, to kind of say, oh, I want to work with that type of person. But you can just, when you click with someone and you click with those people, you, you click with who you are too. And that's the kind of people that I really enjoy working with. <laughs> if that makes sense, but, but that's the kind of people that I enjoy working with, you know, it's just when you don't find somebody that has that, it's really hard to have conversations with them and to feel like you can help them. Um, so, you know, and, but you can tell when you're working with someone, you can tell right off the bat, like if you're going to be able to help them or not. And if you're not going to be able to help them, then you find somebody that can. So, you know, I, I, I've done that too. You know, I've, I've, recommended other people that I knew that would work with their personalities or what they want to do better than I can. Which totally makes sense. And it's a good idea to do too, right? Like don't take them just because mm-hmm. you can or you need to, right? Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's, a, that's the thing, you know, a lot of coaches, um, they don't make uh, a whole lot of money. Um, so they try to, the coaching industry is actually, you know, the coaching industry is actually lower wages than you would think. Um, most, most coaches make like under 50. So they tend to um, want to take on as many clients as they can. You know, they want to get their revenue up. They want to serve, they want to impact and they feel like, Oh, okay, well I can help impact this person or that person. They, they've come to me for a reason. I'm going to go ahead and accept them. And they undervalue themselves in that way. Um, and they undervalue, and that's why they price lower too, because they're just like, oh, okay, well, you know, these people were, are willing to pay me what they think I'm worth. And so they take those clients on, not realizing that those are not the perfect clients for the, for them. So I take them through um, practice, like a practice of trying to figure out what their perfect day is, who their perfect customer is, so that they can feel like if I was locked down, <laughs> like COVID, with, you know, this particular client, could I handle being with them for a long period of time? If they don't feel like they could be in a long period of time with this client, they shouldn't take that client it's not about the money. It's about like what actually is going to make you happy as a, you know, in what, because if you're happy, you're going to serve at your, at your highest level, right? You know, if you're not happy with this client, you're going to give them, you know, you'll give them your effort, but they're not going to be a long-term client. They're going to feel that you guys don't click. So, you know, taking their money, it's just, it's just to, help with their bottom line, but it's not serving their business very well. So yeah, it's, I don't want to take people's money that um, I know that I'm not going to be able to serve them on my highest level. And I encourage clients to do the same. Which is very recommendable or commendable. There we go. Very commendable. (laughs) So how do your ideal clients find you? Um, They can go to um, TammyBragg.com or ProfitablePassions.com, either one of those right now, but um, I'm 
I'm out on all the social media. <laughs> I'm on, you know, um, Instagram and Facebook and Pinterest and all that stuff. But yeah, they can find me there. What do you do to get in front of them? Like, cause they don't. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> How do you get out in front of your ideal client? I, I try to be um, visible through my podcast. Um, and also I have a Facebook group that I, I channel people through. Um, but also, you know, I, I try to be in as many groups as possible that, that has my ideal clients and offer inspiration and value to them. You know, I'm not necessarily out there looking for clients, you know, I'm, I want to serve. So they naturally find me through, you know, the service that I provide to others. Okay. What are some big goals that you're hoping to achieve the next couple of years? Yeah. So, you know, personally, I want to be a leader in the industry of teaching coaches how to have premium, premium programs, but you know, that's, that's kind of my goal, but my goal for, for my business is to help as many women as possible. You know, I I have this goal in my head of like helping a hundred thousand women, you know, reach six figures because I feel like the more that women can get in front of the business world and make more money, it means less poverty and less trying to work in corporate jobs that they don't like. So my big goal is to help women accomplish that. And, you know, I've had to, you know, I realized that I can't help every woman, but I can help in the industry that I feel comfortable in. And that's the coaching industry. But through my podcast, I hope to help other women that are in other industries, you know, start their businesses, grow them and, you know, find their purpose, find their passions and support their families. What would this goal do for your business? For my business, I feel like, you know, I'm not in it for the money. Yes, it needs, I need to live, (laughs) but I want to be in it to, to serve and help people because, you know, I've achieved a lot in my life. Having my business, you know, I, I do want to support my family. I do want to, you know, grow financially, but I feel like the more I help others, the more I'm going to help myself. And so I come about it from servitude and naturally that will increase my, my business and my bottom line as well. What do you think is your number one roadblock from helping you meet your goal? A lot of it has been the self-doubt and the imposter syndrome, the fear that um, a lot of people have. And one of the ways that I'm overcoming that is I, I did start a, like I was saying, I started this podcast and my goal there was to overcome the way that I get nervous when I speak and having that confidence to, to know that my voice is out there and people are listening to it and whether or not I make mistakes, it's out there. So it's helping me have more confidence get over those fears and feel like, you know, every, every interview I've had, the women that have been on the podcast are like, Oh, you're so great at this. You've, you've done a great job. And I'm sitting there going, Oh my gosh, I, I think I felt so bad. I've, I've stumbled over my words and I'm, you know, I'm having tech issues and this and that, and they're just enjoying it. And I've, I've had to learn how to accept that because I've had a lot of times in my life where people have 
said, Hey, you're so good at this or you're so great. And I don't want to accept it, you know, and I'm learning to accept that. And the more I accept it, the more I'm getting over the imposter syndrome, the, and the fear. And so that has really helped. And I feel like now I can move on with pieces of my business and help teach people, help coach people in a group setting versus maybe just a one-on-one where I feel more comfortable. So that, that's really helped my business. Being imperfectly perfect. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. And you know, too many times, especially women, we try to wait until things, you know, feel perfect, look perfect, are perfect or what we think is perfect before we ever do anything. Too many of us are holding back because of that. And we can be so much more um, if we just kind of put ourselves out there. And that's where the visibility comes out. Like the more you make yourself visible, the more you're going to feel able to accomplish what you want to do and get over all the the negative self-talk because we are our own worst enemy. Like you wouldn't talk to your best friend the way your mind talks to you. You know, it, you, when you self-sabotage, you're the worst ever. I mean, you would never, ever talk to anybody else the way we talk to ourselves and having other people constantly encourage you and make positive posts, you know, about you or give you recommendations or say you're awesome. It helps to break down those negative self sabotaging thoughts and behaviors that we have. They just start to become less and less because we're getting all this positive influence from the outside. So when we have that, like it, it really competes with that negative self sabotage. And it's like, well, wait a minute they're thinking this or they're seeing me this way and I see myself this way. They don't, they don't gel together. So one or the other starts to break down and either you, you know, you let the self-sabotage take over or you start thinking, well, wait a minute. I am, I am actually able to do this. I am able to succeed and I am able to, to have a life that I want, you know, and, you're going to always fight those, you know, your story in your head, you're always going to be fighting that stuff, but you can overcome and you can listen to the outside forces. And that's what, um, I feel like we need to, we need to have more of that. And that's what I try to help women with. That's awesome. And I totally agree. Like we need to, to love ourselves. Like we do our best friend (laughs) and yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, you're fine. You're on a roll with advice. What is the best advice you have ever received? I think, you know, as far as the best advice that I've ever received, you know, you were saying that earlier, just do it imperfectly. There's a lady out there, um, she writes, she works with uh, Dave Ramsey. And I went to one of her conferences um, back in 2017. And she was she has a motto, just do it scared. That is the motto that I've kind of embraced because I have so many fears. So I would say, you know, just do it scared, just get out there, 
try something. You don't have to leave your corporate job. You don't have to like put it out to everybody online that you're doing something so that, you know, then you're worried about whether your family or friends are going to think something bad of you. Just try something, you know, even if it's just privately trying it and seeing if you can, you know, create, you know, a, a craft, if, you, if you're into crafts, create a website, if you're into that, you know, just try something, see if you like it. If you like doing it, then you can start doing the baby steps to get yourself out there. But, you know, if you don't ever try it, you're not going to, you're not going to you know, do what you want to do. And you're going to feel the regret later on that, Hey, I could have done this or I could have done that. I could have done it years ago. I started looking at um, online business in 2013, but I didn't really start until around 2018. I didn't really start and get into this, the coaching side and the marketing side. And I could have had years in this. So, you know, it was the right time for me uh, when it did happen I could have cut down the learning curve, everything. So I feel like that's, that's the advice I would give to someone. Just do it scared, just get started. So <laughs> I like that advice. <laughs> Is there anything that I haven't asked that you would like to share with us? Yeah, I'm just, I mean, uh, as far as letting things get in the way of what you want to do, I would say um, besides do it scared, you know, you were talking about the imperfect action. You don't have to be perfect to get started. A man, a woman, whichever, you know, because men do the same thing. They have the self-sabotage too. You know, just get out here and, and no one really cares about your first couple of tries. You know, it, you care more than what they care. So if you do something that you create, I was just saying a crafter of website, right? If like the first time you do something, it looks like crap. It's great because you did it. And just getting it done is worth more than what it looks like. You know, and, and the thing is the first time it, it never turns out the way you expect. You have this big dream in your head of how you want it to go. And it doesn't ever work out that way. And it's okay because the next time it'll be better and then the time after that, it'll be better. And you'll learn along the way, all the little things that you were hoping to do on the first try, you'll learn through those additional, you know, attempts. And so don't feel like those attempts are failures. Even if that first, like if you start a business and you fail, I have failed so many times. I have lost so much money, like in my property business. I lost a lot of money and I feel like a failure, even though I helped for five years, I had, you know, 21 units that had multiple families in there and I gave them shelter and I worked with them and I, I, um, you know, I provided them a, a good life and I, uh, anything that happened to their, their uh, rental unit, I was always there to fix it. So I kept them in a good situation so I have to look at that, say, oh, wait a minute. I feel like I failed because I spent a lot of money, but I helped a lot of people through those five years. So it really wasn't a failure. I learned a lot of lessons and I also learned a lot about myself so that the next business that I got into, it was better. I had learned those lessons 
And even though I feel like that business failed, it didn't really fail. Like my, my accounting business didn't fail. I actually was like, if you look at what I was making, I was in the top 15% of businesses. And I feel like I failed because I was burnt out again. And I just wasn't in what was fulfilling my heart and my destiny. So it wasn't a failure. I actually was, you know, that statistical success, but I learned from that and then found out what I was good at. So I would say that, you know, don't look at everything as a failure because other people don't see it as a failure. It's again, back to that self-sabotage. You know, we can be very successful and feel like a failure. And even like top wage, you know, top earners, you know, they're online that make millions of dollars. They feel that self-sabotage but they're on a journey just like we all are and it, we just got to get on that journey and actually be part of it and get over our fears and try it. Isn't it Thomas Edison who tried like a thousand times with the light bulb mm-hmm. and he's like I didn't fail a thousand times I just found out a thousand ways not to make it the light bulb. Yeah that's great that's that's a perfect analogy because yeah it's it's not a failure the only person who thinks it's a failure is you um, everybody else is like, Hey, that person tried, like I said, you know, do it scared, do it imperfectly air quote failure <laughs> is really a lesson to be learned, uh, you know, on this journey that we're on. So yeah, I, I love that, that quote. Thank you so much for the awesome advice that you've given and for being on here with us. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Hopefully, hopefully it wasn't too bad. <laughs> I've really enjoyed it. <laughs> I'm glad. <laughs> How can people find you? Yeah. Um, so um, uh, they can find me at TammyBragg.com or uh, ProfitablePassions.com. Um, my podcast is called Profitable Passions and it will be uh, on iTunes actually next week uh, on the 24th is when I'm launching that and I should have a whole season out there within an, a week or two. So that's how they can find me. That's awesome. Well, thank yeah. you for sharing with us and have a great day. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe and leave some love through a review. And I'll catch you on the next episode.